Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones, Reverend Robert with you over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. And this happens every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. So grateful that you are with us. Good morning, Z. How are things on your side of town? Everything is good. Last snow came through here yesterday, a little bit still on the ground. and <laughs> We're affirming last snow. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, they, they say most we're supposed to get some more on Wednesday, and as, as spring officially starts on Sunday, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just taking it one day at a time, I guess. Because <laughs> say springtime in the Rockies, if you've never been here, folks, it can be winter in the morning and summer in the afternoon. Yes, or vice versa. Yeah, and it can be back and forth from day to day. So. Uh, when you say last snow, I'm thinking, yeah, right. Uh, we'll, we'll get one in June, but it'll be one oh, in July, man. maybe even this year. So uh, thank you for starting my morning with a little chuckle there. Because, uh, folks, it's it's been another news week, I'll tell you that. Uh, everything from the U.S. deciding to send more weapons to Ukraine uh, to uh, crazy, crazy things happening on the... Uh, I don't know about the rest of you, but I pay enough attention to the political pundits and the politicians and what they say and what they're doing uh, to make sure that I keep a good sense of humor about all of that. Uh, <laughs> but perhaps the biggest story of the week. So we change our clocks here in North America last week, last Sunday morning, Europe and, and such. You guys have another week or so. It'll be next Sunday, not this coming, the Sunday after. And. We, we change our clocks. Everybody does the biannual complaint about this and that and the other thing and yada, yada. And lo and behold, the U.S. Senate passes a resolution two days later, uh, or passes a bill, actually, two days later to keep America on daylight savings time permanently. Uh, which, of course, made half the country go, yeah, and the other half the country go, boo. And... Uh, <laughs> Scientists would t some scientists will tell us that uh, we ought to stay on standard time, not sa daylight savings time, but stay on sta standard time. Um, I love this, Z, because in New Thought, we teach from the very beginning, time has no meaning, which in many cases is the absolute hardest principle to come to grips with in this in this philosophy. Um, what do you say? Do we stay on savings time or... Or do we keep screwing ourselves up and moving back and forth twice a year? Well, you know, I think we should pick one. My my I don't I don't really have a preference because it's all relative. You know, we complain about daylight saving, then once it starts, we're like, oh wow, I like it. And then when it goes back, so oh, I hate it, and then vice versa. Um, <laughs> but I think body-wise, you know, let's get one and stick with it because there are the syncretic rhythms in our body. 
that adjust to and are in line with the cycles of the nature, cycles of nature, right? So, so we know we we affect the body when we start moving around these times, and uh, because it is relative, it's only a concept in the mind for for a good reason. I mean, we've all had the thing where five minutes looked like it was an hour, and an hour looked like it was ten minutes. So, stick <laughs> with it, and let's let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that is a true, in my opinion, that is a true religious scientist, new thought perspective. <laughs> I should pick one to get on with it. Because yeah. if it doesn't work, all right, we'll fix it later. All right, we'll go back. We can always go back and just change back again. And uh, But I, I found it, I did find it interesting. It takes an act of Congress to make this happen. Um, and we've got the Senate on board. Let's see what happens when it goes to the House of Representatives uh, and see what happens there. And see if the president signs it. president still got to sign it. We have to go through all of that. Yes. And I do want to shout out, right? We're not the only country or the only region on the planet that does this. Um, Russia has 11 time zones, I believe it is, uh, from east to west. And... Uh, and I'm sure, and I, while I don't know their system specifically, I'm sure it happens. We know that our friends across Europe change on the 27th. So we've got, you know, so there's always that disparity. And, and if you have uh, friends and colleagues and do any, any communications with the other side of the planet, it's always interesting for this, these in-between times. But I'm with you. I wish we would just pick one and stick with it. Stay with it. We'll adjust. Uh, humans, we adapt, right? I think that's part of what makes us so unique is we adapt. <laughs> right, right. And and I mean, and that's news in itself when we look at how how humanity, I mean, give it, just in a brief, you look at all of the stuff going on this week, right? Between weather and flooding and snow and to war. Um the ability yeah. of the human being to adjust and 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 thrive, not just survive, but thrive is within our capability and we just have to ignite it, right? And 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 God knows we want to ignite something over there in, in, in the Ukraine to get that madness over with. Um three million plus people now displaced. Uh so so again. Because here we we know everything is connected. Now the other host countries are are accepting these three million people, but that's putting a strain on their system, right? Which is inevitably right. going to put a strain on another system, on another system, and so now there are going to be consequences of that strain, right? And so, uh, you know, let I I got it. I got an idea. Let's pick a system of humanitarian rightness, whatever that looks like, and quit all this foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help us a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From your mouth to Putin's ears. Uh, absolutely, right? It, it, here's what's striking me, right, folks, is no matter where we live in this country, you, we're, we, this experience that's happening in Ukraine is an absolute outpicturing not only of human con collective human consciousness, but it's providing us with the mirror to look at things and say, okay, how do we want to move forward? And what kind of planet do we want to live on? 
Um, as we understand it, our president right now, uh, or at least it's been reported, is most likely on a phone call with the, lead, the leader of China at this point. And uh, you know, we don't know exactly what's being said there. We got a pretty good idea. And we got a pretty good idea that China's being given the choice of whether it wants to build towards something like a world that works for all. Um, and we get it. They got their own stuff. They got to get their own house in order. And and they probably have their own desires for expansion. But when we can get rid of some of these humanistic ideas like borders and 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 patriotism and i know that's going to raise some ire don't don't write emails uh if then we can come into being this global family yeah so so we see the effects in it of it in gas prices in other commodities in you know i can't get my favorite cinnamon rolls anymore that's for sure not at the supermarket so all these things we feel the effect but that also means that we have the ability to be the cause yeah. of what's coming next. So if if you go out on the street corner and you shout, or, shout out around how the Russians deserve this, that's not helping. Yeah. That's contributing yeah. um, to, to, the, to the upset. If we take this out on the people that happen to live in our country, that happen to be of Russian descent right now, that's just adding to the problem the ripple i feel is we all have to open our doors and that begins with the heart mm -hmm. to these refugees because they're going to end up in our communities and your communities and they're going to end up all over the planet when when a wholesale group of people is displaced like this let's be honest there's nothing there's nothing there for them to go back to at this point in many of these places, the shelling and the bombing is so incredibly relentless and bordering on war crime that there's going to be nothing to go back for. They are going to seek out a better life. They are going to seek out new opportunities. Spirit is going to lead these people out into the world. And if when they end up in your community, we're good. That's when the real fun, I think, starts. Is we get to embrace and some of the challenges will be there. Well, and you know, as you were saying that, I'm I'm just thinking about you know when the pandemic was in full force. You know, we had uh, you know you you said you couldn't get your cinnamon buns. What made me think about it? You know, there was this there was this push <clears throat> or this need to be more crafty, to be more uh, um, I'll say frugal, but that's not the word I really want. But people were baking at home, and they were doing what? So, so, so here again, as inflation goes up because of the war, prices are going up. Uh, again, it is a time, and I think you know, uh, 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 Linda put this up right here. Uh, yeah, uh, like you know, what's the real I question, do. right? And so again, to me, it's it's that whole thing of okay. This is another indication to some degree that the divine is pushing us to be more people oriented, cooking together, doing communal shopping together. Um, you know, I'm if I eat if I eat cinnamon rolls, you eat cinnamon rolls, next guy, we can buy more cinnamon rolls together and divide them than I can by myself buying them retail. We can buy them wholesale, maybe. 
right? So, so this idea of, of cooperative humanity and cooking more, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, you need to get a certain uh, amount of uh, vegetables and fiber and, and, you know, let's go buy a bunch of vegetables. Let's buy some beans and some potatoes. Let's make some soup or some stews that last three, four days. And, and, you know, all these, not only is it more cost effective, right? It's more healthy, right? Um, and it lasts longer and you can, you know, you, there's so many ways that we can begin to shift humanity as a result of these situations. Um, and, 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 you know, I think we, I think we have to begin to rethink the model, right? The model is falling apart at various different places. Right. Yep. Uh, and, and, and these conditions are highlighting that and, and we should begin to focus on. Them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you definitely struck a chord. There's a cooperative humanity. Shout out to our brother, Ruada. Good to see you, sir. Uh, and it is, it, it's <clears throat> that holistic global perspective, global thinking, right? So anybody that's bitching about gas prices in the United States right now, you can just sit down and shut up, right? right? The Europeans will tell you that we're being babies because they've been paying seven, eight bucks a gallon U.S. dollar equivalent for a while now. Uh, but it also points us to that fact. Who do we make our authority? Right. Are the oil companies the authority or are, is, is, are the politicians the authority? The people are the authority. And we see this again and again. So, yeah, Linda, you're right on. I think that's the question we want to ask ourselves anytime there's one of these geopolitical or geospatial events, any of these global events is, okay, slow down. Who's in charge here? And the, the answer has to be the divide, has to be nature, because... You know, folks, if you haven't figured it out, planet Earth is going to be here well after we're gone. <laughs> well after the human race is not here, there is still going to be this block of rock and ice and molten lava floating around in time and space. And, and, uh, and so how do we get it? How do we get more people to this? The cooperative humanity, survival of the most cooperative. How do we get more people to this? Well, you know, I think I, you, you think back to some of the filming that took place. I forget the gentleman's name. He's a big nature guy over in London, Europe, UK there, where they showed that during the pandemic, how all these animals came into the city and they, you know, animals that hadn't been seen for a long time came out, which shows that when we can find a balance, now we don't want tigers roaming around the streets. Uh, however, there is a balance between uh, our continued growth and taking up land of, of, of wildlife and our need to be a little more conservative, if you will, in how much we building and paving over, that there is that balance that we need to seek and find. And so I think one way of doing that is to figure out how do we first, 
first of all, how do we begin to respect nature more, right? We don't respect it as a, as a, I mean, you look at all the stuff we do to pollute the water, the air, knock down trees. Um, we've gotten out of balance in terms of a respect. There's a, there's a, there's a proper balance of how much we take and how much we give back. And so the one way to do that is to, I think, let's get out of nature, go hiking, go camping, go fishing. Uh, right. so you can see um, the beauty, the necessity of these trees giving us oxygen and taking in carbon dioxide. and I mean, all these kinds of things mm. that allow us to be here. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I keep getting this image of <clears throat> there's a little bit of Brit, British in my in my history in my bloodline uh so i keep getting this image of a victory garden or a but let's make it a peace garden yeah right and let's not make it flowers but let's make it vegetables yeah i'm looking forward to planting yeah it's almost that time it, and that brings us around brings me around to the old saying food not bombs all right uh, i do want to swing around john uh, John reminds us that the dolphins swam into the canals in Venice. Exactly. Uh, we saw a resurgence of a few different species that were endangered and almost extinct, making a comeback. Uh, but I agree. <clears throat> now, I agree and I don't agree. We really don't want tigers roaming the streets. <laughs> Although here in Colorado, there's a couple of, uh, there's a whole bunch of mountain lions that have been wandering around the city of Boulder this whole, this whole last couple of years. Um, and, uh, and it reminded me that, you know, we're still playing this, this human supremacy game Yeah, that we still like to believe we're the smartest and we're the, you know, and it's all just because of the opposable thumbs, but the, the dolphins got it going on. The whales got it going on. Uh, you know, what would happen if the tigers did just say, hey, folks, you're safe, you're fine. The only reason we bite and come after you is because you're idiots and poke us with sticks and shit, you know? But ultimately, we can all live in peace. And if the tiger population would just make a declaration that we can live in peace, I think the planet would die. <laughs> so, um, but our buddy Mwad is saying it again, never waste a good crisis. Humanity has a tendency to bond over a common good just as well as a common bad. Exactly. Uh, the war in Ukraine has united the country more than any president ever has, in my opinion. Thank you for that, Reverend Muwata. And so let's find, we can rally behind no more war. We can rally behind various things. I like what you're saying, Z, right? It's what if. Number one, what is going to bring us back to a perspective and an understanding of the nature of life? And if I have to articulate that nature, the nature of life is to grow, is to expand, is to evolve, is to learn, is to, yep, right on up the spiral. Uh, that doesn't stand for crazy, folks. Uh, <laughs> this does. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Well, and that's it. You know, I think we have to, I, I, you know, and, 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 and I'm going to say this first and foremost, I'm a new, I'm a news junkie, so to speak. Yep. Well, or let me change that. I'm an information 
junkie, right? I love information because for me, it helps me. I'm a big picture kind of guy, and then I drill down. But I need to see the whole thing because it just gives me perspective and more energy to move. But at some point, how much information do you need? And so I think we have to begin to stop watching all the news, trying to get the latest information. You can, I'm yeah. guaranteeing you, unless it's real breaking news, and if you're not watching TV, you will know about it because somebody that loves you going to call you. The same right. news that they got on uh, this morning, what they have on the 10 o'clock news tonight is not going to change, but only by a few words, right? right. Uh, and maybe one or two more pictures, but the storyline will be the same. So, so I'm saying that to say we must begin to put real communication together. Call somebody. Communicate with the dirt outside. Plant a garden. Uh, uh, communicate with your neighbors. Say hi. Got a little extra snow. Need a little help. Uh, we have to begin and, and have some fun because we, if we keep taking in too much information, we will be overwhelmed with trying to put a puzzle together that's very difficult when we can't even trust all the information we're getting. I like that you bring up the news because <clears throat> I'm I, and I, too, consider myself a little bit of a news junkie. But here's what and here's what I noticed. People. People get hung up on these things because they think they're missing out on the details. Yes. And we've gotten so good at writing the headline to fit our bias or to fit the bias of the news organization that we're forced to continue to search out for confirmation on our own. It used to be that you didn't report the news unless you had verifiable confirmation. You had a second source, you had a second something, you had, you had, you could verify all this. Now we just throw spaghetti at the wall right. and say, oops, sorry, that, you know, and we'll retract that. Or we, act like Tucker, what's his name, and, and ask dumbass questions just to enrile speculation and, and, her, and, and accusation. There are some good news outlets out there now, folks, things like uh, Ground News and Keep Up News that are really working to say, to eliminate those biases and say, here's the blue perspective, here's the red perspective, here's the liberal, here's the conservative. And we're going to try to give it to you here so you can read both sides of the bias. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, and here's and here's mm -hmm. our version that does it, it where we're trying to eliminate the bias. Um, it's. Oh, you yeah. know, he, we got to get Watt on here more often. He's got all the lines today. I know, right? I know. <laughs> and 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 here's the thing: what we now call news is often more propaganda than anything else, right? Um, yeah. Because a lot of the news outlets are owned by big conglomerates or wealthy individuals who who uh, put people in place so that that editing and stuff goes a certain way. You know, I love, I used to love Walter Conkright going up because, you know, he was, he was as you said, verifiable. Right. And, and he was trusted. So people, if if Walter Conkright said something, people believed it, right? And they could go to the bank on it. Now, 
we have people telling the news who's trying to populate or, 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 or publicize their podcast or their latest book or or whatever, which is for personal gain. Um, and and so you begin to say, well, how much can I trust this news? This guy's trying to make a buck as opposed to keeping me informed so I can make good decisions and be a good, uh, you know, a corporate citizen or, or public citizen or whatever the case might be. Yep. <clears throat> John Stewart yesterday released a 15 minute interview um, with Disney's former CEO, Bob Iger. Mm. And the topic was, can the news be fixed? Hmm. Uh, I found it to be a fascinating interview folks uh, to from somebody who's been on the inside from two men that have been behind the curtain for for their entire career um, in various capacities. And in some degrees, I, until we take the money and the advertising out of it, I wonder if the news can be saved uh, because you're right. It's changed from one guy, one trusted individual with a huge team of people verifying everything down to the comma down to the exclamation point and sharing what granted what they felt we needed to know for a half hour to an hour a day yeah 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 now i don't want to vilify 24-hour information because if something new happens that is exactly the work we are here to do when when missiles rain down not in uh in ukraine this past week but in iraq i want to know about it so we can do some prayer work around it so we can mobilize the prayer teams and, and get ourselves moving into the energy of peace again but too many people get lost in the oh there is no detail new details but i'm going to tell you there there is and just stick around for 10 minutes and i'm going to tell you that there's new details when there isn't no when the new detail is that well it's still peaceful in still peaceful in switzerland it's still peaceful in scotland it's still peaceful in peru it's still peaceful in new zealand I, right if there's 70 plus hot spots of violence and quote war on the planet right now then how many peace spots are there yeah. billions of communities are living in peace right now focus on what needs to change but do the work of what he said. <clears throat> yeah. And, 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 you know, one thing we can watch now, now I'm going to switch gears on us here to, so we can, uh, we can uh, smile a bit. Uh, <laughs> the March Madness has started. <laughs> yes. all, you, all you basketball plans, uh, basketball fans rather. Um, and, you know, those are things that we could watch and I, whether you're a basketball fan or not, it gives you the opportunity to, to, to look at some, some excitement, to look at uh, how people rally together, to look at how uh, David and Goliath, if you will, I hate to put it in those terms, but uh, you know, the small fry beats the big fry. Um, <clears throat> and, and we see young men and young women because both the men's and women's final basketball tournaments are going on now um right. it gives us this opportunity to look at the human spirit and what happens when people work together and 
And, and what happens when even though somebody counts you out, you can still come in and do your thing and win uh, just to show how versatile, how resilient and how guided by spirit we can be. Yes. I knew you'd work sports in here somehow. <laughs> I knew we couldn't go a whole show without. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, all right. Folks, we don't pretend to solve the, the things that are going on in the planet because truly nothing's broken and nothing needs solved. Uh, but we do like to bring some spiritual light into these conversations, sometimes a little bit of humor. Uh, and we hope always a meaningful conversation and something you can use in your day and in your life as well. I will give, a bit, again, a big shout out to our dear friend, Reverend Muwada Razuli part of the network here. He uh, helps us out on Saturday mornings with our Science of Mind and Spirit conversation series. And that now that I know you're awake this early in the morning, Muwada, we'll invite you onto this program sometime soon. Uh, I just figured this would be way too early for most people on the Pacific Coast, so <laughs> the Pacific type. So anyway, all right, Z. Uh, let's, uh, let's do a quick thank you to our sponsors and then we're going to say our final thoughts and uh, get out of here for the week. Let these folks get into their Monday or into their Fridays. But before we do all that, folks, please help us say thank you to the people that make all this possible. Thank you, Center for Spiritual Living Denver for your continued support. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Midtown Atlanta for your monthly contribution. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living North Jersey for your monthly contribution. And please help us welcome Ohm Center for Spiritual Living in La Mesa, California. Thank you for your monthly donation. Thank you Center for Spiritual Living Seattle for your most generous donation. And a special thanks to Hefferlin Foundation for your generous technology grant. And Suze Ajit, thank you for your very generous donation. And a super special thank you to Dr. Tracy Brown, RSCP. Thanks for being a super donor. And a big shout out to all our committed donors. Yes, yes. Thank you to all of our committed donors. If you'd like to get your name or your organization on our thank you video, by all means, please head on over to the website, click the monthly on your donation, make it a recurring donation, and we'll get you in our committed giving program. All right, Z, uh, before we get out of here today, I do want to remind everybody, we got a great pro set of programming here for you today. Sekou writes, our dear friend from Nashville and New York, and starts his program in just about 10 minutes. That is Be Your Own Hero. We've got morning prayers at 8.15, a morning sip with Rev. Melissa at 8.30. And today, later today, 5 o'clock, we've got the good news, a half hour of good news stories to kick off your weekend. And our dear friend, Pastor Michael Mangus, will be with us at 6 for the Friday Fireside Chat. Uh, a deeper dive into some of the stories 
that are happening here on in the world uh, this week. So please join us for all that. Like the what you're seeing, share what you're seeing, let your friends know what you're seeing, uh, and invite them to join us here as well. We'll be back on this program next Friday, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. Until then, Z, let's uh, have us some final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think I think a, a final thought today would be go out, find a friend, figure out what you can do together. Figure out a son, even if it's just take a walk in the park, go get the lunch, something you can do with someone else to foster this idea of community. Yes. And I'm going to double down on that. Do that with somebody you do know. And then do that with somebody maybe you don't know or you don't know very well. Or that uh, is that maybe maybe you believe they have different views than you do. I think you'll find that we all have a lot more in common than we do yeah. than we do thinking differently. Yeah. All right, folks, we're out of here for now. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back again next week. Until then, peace and richest blessings. Peace.